Sweden is tidy, tucked away, secular, highly taxed, and okay with it because of their strong social ethic. Swedish tour guide Osa Danielsson is not shy about her pride in her country's accomplishments. And she joins us right now to talk about the Swedish version of The Good Life. Osa, thank you for being with us. Thank you. It's great to be here. How do Europeans look at Sweden from a stereotype point of view? And how is Sweden that way or not that way? Mm. Well... If you ask an European, they would probably say, oh, Swedes are tall, blonde, and uh, quite shy. Really? Shy? Yes, shy. And everything is uh, orderly and neat. Yeah, it's very orderly and neat. You had these futuristic suburbs that people would go to see, and people would live just like little records in a jukebox. Yes, (laughs) exactly. But shy, Sweden's got a... I mean, in the old days, Sweden was the Swedish pornography. I mean, it was the opposite of shy. So it has some contradiction. Exactly. We have that side, too. Where did that come from, by the way? Because I don't feel like Sweden deserves that reputation today. Mm. Well, basically, you can say that in the the 60s, the sexual liberation uh, was was very strong in Sweden, as since Sweden is... A very secular country. Right. I just think that there's a very relaxed attitude to mm-hmm. everything that has to do with... Uh, Personal morality and so on? Yes. Right. Not necessarily morality. That's mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Swedes, and that's a very common misunderstanding. If you talk to people in the south of Europe, they would see that people that is, um, oh, that is sexually a, yeah. free, in right. so to speak, that, they would, that would be immoral. But that's not the case. People are extremely immoral. It's actually... According to some uh, statistics, Swedish people are very faithful. It's very common not to be married, but you're still faithful. Now, that's a very good distinction. So people Mm. in Southern Europe might be heading up to Sweden thinking people are loose and uh, Mm -hmm. promiscuous, Mm -hmm. whereas they have less taboos, but they have that loyalty and that faithfulness. Yes, and honesty is a very, very important uh, concept in in all of Scandinavia, but also in Sweden. So honesty and responsibility, I think. Yeah, in the countryside, it's not uncommon to find little businesses running on the honor system. People have their potatoes or their berries out, and it's just there's a jar there, and people take some. There's even some public laws that say you can only catch as many fish as you can use, but it's up to your judgment, and everybody sort of works together. That's that Scandinavian social ethic, I think. Yes, to see always the bigger picture, to see that, you know, not look at yourself, just to you got to live together in a community. Well, that's that's very typically Scandinavian, and and I suppose Mm -hmm. typically Swedish. Now, statistically, I think Swedes are the least church-going, among the most socialistic, the most affluent, and also most content. Yes. How do, what do you make of that? It has to do with the fact that we try to see the bigger picture. We live in a society where we actually, we trust each other. So people are happy and they are helping each other. They're paying yes. more taxes. Yes. They don't go to church much. No. But I believe there's a kind of a humanism. It's sort of a religion in disguise. Very much uh, humanism. And as a responsibility and the sense of that you are one in a bigger society, that kind of links together to you know the sense of community is not something that is... Uh, uniquely something that has to do with religion. I know, because so we that, have I, was, that. I was just saying there's a lot of Christ-like qualities to Scandinavian social ethic. Yes, yes, And the definitely. irony is Scandinavia is the least church-going and least married part yes, of Europe. Yes, definitely. I even have uh, 
Muslim friends living in Sweden that say that a lot of Swedes are better Muslims than the Muslims themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, you yeah. could say that from a Christian exactly. point of view, too, because, you know, love your neighbor and all of yes. this sort of thing. And, and you find that Swedes are, you know, as far as social safety net and, and so on, taking care of their neighbors. Yeah. Also, you've got, it's an interesting situation in Sweden because it's a, one of the lowest poverty rates yes. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very um, relatively high taxation mm-hmm. and a very progressive government when it comes to family values. Talk about parental leave. If, mm. if a family is having a baby, yes. what kind of uh, vacation do they get? Well, you get all in all 18 months of paid parental leave uh, that you have to share between the, the, the two parents. So you the, said parental rather than maternal. Yes. We changed that as the first country in the world in 1974. Really? Uh, so Bravo, it, yes. 1974. Yes, a long time ago, Swedish men were the first one offered the possibility to actually stay home and take care of their children and getting paid. So 18 months, nine months for the mother, and uh-huh. then nine months for the father. So usually you can actually, le- you know, be a little bit flexible mm-hmm. between them. But, okay. but the, it's, the it's standard, use it or lose it. Uh, yes. If, if you don't take it, you don't get the paid time. No, I mean, exactly. you, ha- you have to take the paid time to get it. Oh, yes, So you definitely. have this concept of latte dads. Yes, you can see, walking around in Stockholm, you can see daddies with the strollers, with the babies, and they're, you know, sitting in the cafes and drinking latte and having a great time with their friends. Now, you know, from my perspective, it's just like, where do you get the money to do this? Now, Norway can do it because they have all the oil from their uh, yes. you know, oil fields in the sea. Yeah. But how can Sweden be so uh, wealthy to provide this way for its people? Mm. We're a, a country of big industries. We have uh, Volvo, uh, we have Saab, the cars, right. we have uh, IKEA, we have IKEA, as you see right. here, uh, H&M, Ericsson, Ericsson yeah. mobile phones. Those are big companies in a relatively small country. What, yes. what is your population? Uh, 9.5 million. So less than 10 million. Yes. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about Sweden with a Swedish tour guide friend of ours, Osa Danielson. Also, when we're talking about Swedish culture, how does it compare, in your mind, to Norwegian and Danish? Because we all put, many of us put Scandinavia in the same basket. How are the cultures distinct? Mm. I used to describe the Scandinavian countries as siblings, all part of the same family, but with distinct right. qualities. So Sweden, with its historical, you know, we were one of the big uh, empires in Northern Europe, so we are... The big brother or the big sister, definitely, right. to Finland, uh, which was a part of Sweden because for 600 years. Because a big part of Finland speaks uh, yeah. Swedish. Yes. Well, it's or a minority, but, yeah. but yes, they were part of Sweden, literally, for mm-hmm. uh, 600 years. And then also Norway uh, was in union with Sweden for, for about 100 years. Denmark, however, they have always been the, the kind of the other so there's a, big, a, a more strong rivalry between Denmark yes. and Sweden. And Norway was was uh, literally shipped between uh, Denmark, Denmark and, okay, and, so, and so Sweden. That's interesting. So Danes and Swedes dominate. Yes. And in order to really be strong, they would want Norway in their in their camp. Yes. And the Norwegians have been shuttled back and yeah. forth. And it was interesting. You told me the other day you do some tours in uh, South, South America. America. Yes. And you take Norwegians on your Swedish tours, but not Danes because. Norwegians and Swedes can understand the language easier. Yes, much, much better, yes. So you don't have to do two languages. You give it in Swedish, yes. and your Norwegians can understand fine, but a Dane would not. No, exactly. And uh, a Norwegian understands me perfectly because they have always looked towards Sweden when it comes to cultural life. They have watched yeah. Swedish TV. That's so right. they know much more about Swedish culture than we Swedes know about Norwegian culture. Although that is changing. 
that is changing. The, the interesting thing is now because what happened with Norway? Uh, Norway found oil in okay. the 60s. So Norway is now becoming, is our little brother, who's now <laughs> becoming very, very a little, wealthy. A little bolder. And now what happens is that because of the oil, they have so many job opportunities in Norway. Uh-huh. So young Swedes that cannot find a job in Sweden, they go to Norway to work. So if you go into a restaurant, 95% of the time, or maybe 90 you will be served by a Swede. In Norway? In Norway, I yes. I didn't realize that. Yes. Hmm. Uh, because they also have much higher salaries and everything. So Norway's so. got it pretty good right now, yes, I think. Yes, yeah. they do. So it's a new new kind of dimension, a new, new interesting relationship. When Scandinavians joke about each other, I yes. mean, I know in the British Isles, the Scots and the Welsh and the English and the Irish are always fun but insulting each other. Yes. How do the Swedes, Danes, and Norwegians joke about each other? Well, Swedes and Norwegians joke about each other. We have Norway jokes and they have Sweden jokes. Tell me a Norway joke. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, why does a Norwegian have a sandpaper when they go out in the desert? I don't know. Well, you need a map. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. But I'm Norwegian. I'm, and you then know what, what would a Norwegian say about a Swede? Tell me well, that. Well, what would a Swede use? You know, it's the same jokes. You just yeah. switch oh, you the flip Norway. It off. Yes, okay, so yes, what would that's a, the what funny would a, thing. Why yeah. would a Swede take sandpaper to the Sahara Desert? So yeah. he has a map. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're joking about Scandinavians. Uh, we're talking with uh, Osa Danielson. And Osa, each country has a king, I believe, don't they? In Sweden, yes. Denmark, and. And not in Denmark, a queen. A queen, okay, but a royal family. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what's new with the Swedish royal family, and, and, and what power does it have? Um, it has no power at all, politically-wise. No power at all. Our king is the king in the world with the least power, I would say. And probably that's why he's accepted. <laughs> yes, it wouldn't work otherwise. So his role is just being the official head of Sweden, the, the promoter, the, the ambassador of Sweden, okay. representing, but he doesn't even vote. But the the royal family in Sweden does take tax dollars away or tax crowns away from the economy. Is it a good investment? I would say it would pay approximately $2 a year per person. For the royal family? Yes, for the royal family. So, is it worth $2 a year? I think so, especially our crown princess. She's great. She is down to earth. She's... um, this is funny. From, We're just, talking about Crown Princess Victoria. Because there was a wedding a couple years ago, wasn't yes, there? Yes, where she married her beloved personal trainer. Oh. So he's so, now our newest addition to the royal family. He's so, now Prince Daniel. So the, the princess's trainer became yes. the... Now he's married into the royal family. Exactly. And how did that go over with the Swedes? Great. That's another That's, difference. We are uh, less royalistic yeah. than the Danes and the Norwegians, okay. I would say. So this probably bolstered the standing of the royal family among yeah. the Swedish people to have the trainer exactly. marrying into the royal family. Yes. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been discussing modern Swedish culture with Osa Danielson. Osa, as a tour guide, what's your greatest joy in sharing Sweden with foreign visitors? My greatest joy is showing a different lifestyle. A different way of enjoying uh, nature, enjoying being outdoors, a different way of organizing life, Uh, very much equality uh, between men and women in our lives. Well, it sounds like you're a little bit evangelical then about Swedish uh, <laughs> values and a way of embracing life. See, so, without you know, even being religious, <laughs> we are, we're the same. Yeah, so tell me, what is it? Why do you believe Swedish life is worth sharing? Um, what is it about Sweden that you think the world would be a better place if everybody had that? Go ahead, brag. Oh, gosh. 
Okay, that's very on Swedish to brag. Okay, but you got permission way. here. You're, you're in America. <laughs> no, but I do think that um, we have uh, arranged our society in a way that I think is is really it gives people a possibility to thrive, to to develop as human beings, to live a good life. And the big government would not, and many Americans would say such a big government would demoralize the individualism of the people. No, we are very individualistic. We're, I mean, one of the key things in Swedish culture is independence. It's true. So it's actually in order to be more independent, everyone is given the same possibility. So everyone can really develop as an individual. That's the kind of key concept. And I know it's it's quite difficult to understand, so that's why you just have to come over and we'll explain it to you and you can see it with your own eyes. <laughs> also, if you could sum up Swedish social ethics in one phrase. In Swedish. It, in Swedish, yeah. Yeah, okay. I Sverige så är vi alla individer, men vi lever tillsammans. What was that in English? <laughs> in Sweden, we are all individuals, but we live together. And then to say thank you very much, what do you say? Tack så mycket. Tack så mycket. <laughs> Each year, Rick Steves tour guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Scandinavia, the Baltics, and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from three dozen exciting itineraries covering the best of Europe from Oslo to Istanbul, Paris to St. Petersburg and practically everywhere in between. For a free catalogue and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit our tour pages at ricksteves.com. <laughs>